Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Great good morning, everyone. 11.08 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania. Wednesday, July 26, 2023. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. A reminder, the Bob Cadaro Show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. The double entendre intended. We reconvene the Club for Common Sense, banging the gavel that the Slabjacker gave us. And reminding you that these hours brought to you by the Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street in Dunmore. And somebody said, <laughs> if I want to hang that flag from the great veterans group, uh, call Dunmore Lumber and tell them what you're doing, and I'm sure they'll set you up with the correct wire. They say run a wire between the two things. And <laughs> thank you. Quickly. Because we've got Bob Tamber on the line. He, I, I talked to you last week and then uh, yesterday about this great statue to Patrick Solano that is on the uh, Luzerne County Community College Walk of Honor. And Bob Tamber is the guy who commissioned it. And we, I, I, I asked him to talk about Pat Solano and this great statue, this great honor that uh, Pat Solano is so deserving of. And Pat himself was a veteran. And uh, let's, let's mention the veterans that we pay tribute to today. Joseph Hart of Scranton, United States Navy. Brian Graves of Springville, United States Marine Corps, Sergeant. Michael Tulanowski of Freeland, U.S. Navy. Richard Schomburg of Scranton, United States Navy. Edward Obadinsky, West Scranton, Naval Reserves, and United States Army during the Korean War. And Patrick Zwanch of Peckville, United States Navy, then became a Pennsylvania State Trooper, and then 31 years as a councilman on Blakely Borough Council. Those are our veterans today. But another veteran that, you know, deserves any accolades we can give him is Pat Solano. 
the, the, the former regional and statewide power broker. And Bob Tamber's on to talk about him. First of all, Bob Tamber, welcome and thank you for uh, commissioning this tribute to Pat Solano. Uh, thank you very much for having me on, uh, Bob, and congratulations to your successful talk radio uh, program. I've known you for several years and uh, kind of proud of you, Bob. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate let's that. Talk about, let's talk about Pat Solano. I, yeah. I met Pat Solano about 35 years ago when he was with DEP, and I had a problem when I was developing my shopping center with some water, and uh, somebody said, call Pat Solano, so I called him. And uh, he come over, and we met, and we hit it off right then, right then and there. And since that day, for the over thirty-five years, we've uh, been together. And uh, uh, I always was behind him. I never uh, we, we had many, many high, high, high meetings, and I would never talk. How could you talk when he was the elephant? <laughs> yes, that's right. That. Bob, yeah, Bob, do you remember the story he used to tell? He used to tell this story about the group that got together, and they were he, the, the the chairman of the group said, uh, "Well, what night do you want to have this dinner?" And they, you know, different suggestions come out, and he goes, "Okay, it's decided." And then they go, "Well, what do you want for dinner? What do you want to have on the menu?" And they, they everybody gave their suggestions, and he said, "Okay, well, we'll have this." And and then uh, I, there was, how much do you want to charge for the dinner? And the, the, everybody gave their thoughts and their ideas. And he says, well, thank you very much for your input. I have the tickets here for you to sell. <laughs> I, that was a great story. Uh, he's told that several times. And every time it was funny, you know, just, he, and he used the Italian uh, accent with some of these guys with Italian names and uh, <laughs> yeah. it was he, you know that's one of the thing about him Bob I, he had a great sense of humor very good and sense I, of humor yeah very good and, and I spent you know many meetings with him and high level meetings and we'd come out of the meeting and we'd just I just he'd say why'd you say why'd you say this he just laugh and we had a good time <laughs> he, was, he was wonderful Governor Ridge was, would come up here and I, yeah. I, I remember Pat Solano described it to me. He said, he said that uh, with that gu- that gubernatorial election was coming up, and most, if not all, of Northeast Pennsylvania was for Ernie Preate. And he said that right. he said if if something happens and Ernie does not win, he said we'll be completely shut out. Somebody's got to support Ridge, and so he yeah. decided to do it. It obviously turned out to be the right move politically. And uh, he became the conduit for, for Tom Ridge. And then for so much, President Bush coming in, a- any yeah. major visit, any major event in Northeast Pennsylvania, Pat Solano was at the head of it. And, and well-deserved. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy with, I like nicknames, Bob. And, and, I, and I said, you know, a lot of these guys, we, we nickname them the GOAT, greatest of all time. And, about a month ago, I heard somebody talk about a hundred-year man, and that really struck me. I thought Pat Pat Solano was a hundred-year man. A guy like Pat comes along once every hundred years. And it could yeah. be a lady too, yeah. but once every hundred years, and, uh, and that's why I put Pat Pat Solano. He was he had such long. He could reach into into Harrisburg. You know, he was there so long, and a lot of these people he hired. And whenever something come up, he needed to to communicate with the, with someone in Harrisburg. 
pick up the phone, he'd have it done. I mean, he, and then and some of the old timers. He spent a lot of time in there. He spent a lot, about 50 years in Harrisburg. Yeah. And knew his way around, Bob. You know that. Uh, Bob Tamber is our guest. He commissioned a statue for Patrick Solano at the Luzerne County Community College Walk of Honor, and it is a great statue. Uh, what what was the impetus for you to do this? I, I, I think it's a great tribute. Well, I'll tell you why. I, what I, After Pat passed, he was about four years ago. He was ninety six when he passed. I never thought he. I was. He had. He had lunch in my office there a week before, and I never thought he'd die because Pat was was never going to die. Yeah. Anyway, when he passed, when he passed, I, uh, I I felt I felt you know here's a man that people in this valley should know about this little guy from Pittston Township who accomplished so much and did so much for this valley. And did so much for all kinds of people. I mean, he would he would help blue collar guy get a job. He would help all time. He was just a he was just a guy who helped everybody. And uh, so I I thought you know people have to remember who Pat Solano was, you know because once he passes you know to get obituary and he's gone. So I said I looked up the internet and I found this company called Big Castle Big. Big statue out of uh, uh, out of what Utah, and I called a fella and he answered the phone. The actually the guy who owned it, and that proceeded. I, I thought, well, this is going to be a wonderful thing. I would hope that that somebody would walk by that statue and say, who was this guy and why do we have a statue? Yeah. I don't think we have enough statues of the modern day guys like John Moses. How about John Moses? Oh, another one. Yep. Yep. Another one. Another one. There's a, a somebody should do a statue of John Moses. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that. But if if you put these statues out, people ten years from now or twenty will say, Who was John Moses? What 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 did he contribute to? What what, what what's his life all about? And we hope if we can look up on the internet we have something that they would be able to read about who Pat was and what he accomplished and how he helped this community. He was big he he helped the community, and so did Moses, and guys like you do too. So that's uh, what that's what. what? Bob Tamber. Uh, <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the things that I, that I was so great about Pat Solano was uh, when he when when a, a political objective needed to be obtained. I mean, the rest of us, even though I was even in politics for most of that the time he was around. He could direct it and organize it and put the people together, and is and and for guys like you that had big business interests and and tons of commitments, you knew and could trust that Pat Solano was taking everything in the right direction, and and it saved you all that time. Oh, actually, I got to tell you this too—a comment that is that. You know, sometimes people would go to him they'd, and they'd say, I want to run for office. And he'd say, well, why do you want to run for office? And after a conversation, he'd say, well, I don't think you should run. Yeah. And, you know, he would, he would be straight up front. And, uh, and you know, he would, if, they, if they were a good candidate, he felt them out, good candidate, he would, put them, he would come out right front and he would support them. Once, once, he, once he supported them, he was in. Or they, the lady was in or he was in, either way. And his uh, one, right. of, one of the other things that he ta- always would would say when it came to running for office or an idea or whatever, but specifically running for office, he said uh, he would ask somebody, he would go to someone like Bob Tamber, and he would say, 
Bob, so-and-so wants to run for office, uh, and somebody else, he'd name another name, is all yeah. for him. What do you think? And he would yeah. he would put these guys together and and sort of snowball it if he was in favor of that candidate or that idea. He was just a classic. Wasn't he? Wasn't he a classic? <laughs> uh, he had skills, you know, and here's a little guy, a little Italian guy from Pittston Township. He had skills, and, and it was just it was just the innate thing that he had in, in his brain. He had skills to put people together and, and do the exactly what you said. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. That's why I, I wanted to put the statue up, because I think people should say, who was this guy, and what, what was he? But they'll never really know what you and I know about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll never really have the personal touch, but... Uh, at least we can we can say I'm just pr- I'm just proud that I put that statue up. I'm just proud that I was his friend and I I uh, was a confidant to him and I and he was the elephant and I was a little kid in the back, you know. <laughs> well, I, it is a great thing, uh, Bob Tamber. There was a there was a Democrat governor who came in and wanted to get rid of it. It might have been Rendell. He wanted yeah. to get rid of Pat Solano and. Uh, I think the entire legislature said we're stopping all action until Pat Solano's reinstated. <laughs> Something to that effect. Wait, that's the truth. That's, that's true. <laughs> oh, he had he and they knew him in they knew him in Harrisburg, and you know he was really he really would love the Senate, and uh, he was an advisor to the Senate up until the day he passed, and and he loved the Senate. Uh, Joe Scarnati, the last one that was head of the Senate, uh, great friends, and uh, he 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 was just terrific with the Senate. That was his old, that that was his bailiwick. Uh, Bob Tamber, I was saying uh, the one time uh, I was talking, telling the story about the one time that uh, Pat put me in charge of uh, Northeast Pennsylvania for for uh, George Bush, and Bush was coming in. And Pat told me we're having an event at the community medical center now, the Geisinger Hospital up in Scranton. But yeah. you can't tell anybody what it's for. And so <laughs> I started telling people what it was for. He might have just been testing me. I'm not sure. But uh, he's, you know, I, I, I had to tell people well, why am I going there? And I well, and I finally would start it. I broke down, and then a reporter asked me. He said, uh, who is coming to this event? And I made the mistake of saying who it was. And Pat took me to the woodshed. So that, that visit oh, that yeah. Bush made, I was not allowed to meet him. <laughs> he, I've, see, I've seen him one other time taking someone to the woodshed. I don't want to talk about it because it's the person that's still around. But uh, <laughs> he can do that, you know. Yes. He can take it to the woodshed. <laughs> oh, he was a classic. Well, Bob yeah, Tamber, I am I am uh, so pleased that you did this in honor of Pat Solano. It was a great thing. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, John Moses, another another real character, and uh, that that that's got to be a similar thought for somebody. But uh, it was it was a good thing that you did. In fact, I'll say it's a great thing that you did for a great man, Pat Solano. Uh, those of us who knew him and those of us who benefited from the many things oh. that Pat Solano did, we appreciate you doing this. 
Well, he was. He had great wisdom, and he, he. I just learned so much from him. I wasn't a political animal, though he was. He mean he knew his way around politics. <laughs> I know. He, what do you wanted to cut this off? You know, you're welcome to do it, and I'll. I'll go down and eat some lunch. <laughs> well, we but, do. I mean, to, we do have to do a commercial break, but I will tell you this, Bob Tamber. I want to have a conversation about projects that you have undertaken as a developer because they've been transformative. So I want to do this again. I'll stick around and do it now. You uh, want to go? Uh, or you... Let us let's let's do it. I, I, if if you could hold, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Bob Tamber is our guest, and we'll uh, return to talk about some real estate development and the future of the economy here in Northeast Pennsylvania. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That's Aretha Franklin. This day, 1971, she released her single, Spanish Harlem. And before that, Bernie uh, Sanders, the main rival in the Democrat primaries of Hillary Clinton, asked that all votes go to her and that she become the first woman to be nominated president by a major political party, the Democrat National Convention, in Philadelphia 2016. Now, (laughs) if you took the Democrat Party of today, they wouldn't be able to say that it was the first woman because they don't know what a woman is. (laughs) Oh, how things have changed in such a short period of time on the left. Amazing. But we're talking, more importantly, with uh, Bob Tamber, uh, regional businessman, developer, and uh, he is the person who... uh, Initiated and sponsored the 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 statue for Patrick Solano at the Luzerne County Community College Walk of Honor. Uh, Bob Tambert, you've done a number of developments here. You you, you were a, the owner of Tamac Credit, uh, a lot of different business interests. Tell me though, one of the most visible things for all of us is development. What is the development that you're most proud of? Well, you know, it's been about 25 years ago. I bought the uh, I bought the, uh, about 600 acres up in Dorrance Township, and I developed the uh, Blue Ridge Golf Course, which is a 27-hole golf course, and it's magnificent. Absolutely We're, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it is gorgeous. And the other thing we did is the we I, I developed a uh, about a 480,000 square foot uh, 
uh, retail space in Wilkes-Barre Township, uh, and that's about, that's about 20, 20 some years ago. Uh, and I, I've kind of I had bought some land. Uh, I just bought some properties over the years. But you know, I I really I really wasn't a, a wizard. I stumbled into things. I, I somehow bought that land where the arena hub is, and I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And a long coming guy, and he said, "I'm from Lowe's," and I, I he said, "You should you should build a shopping center," and that started me off. And, uh, uh, and then over the years, I've turned I've now turned everything over to my son, who's a hell of a lot smarter than I am. And I brought him in. Maybe he can tell you what the next development is. Bob, you want to tell Bob Madero what we're doing? Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. How are you, Bob? Good to connect with you. Listen, I was uh, and, and and I was just going to mention it to your dad. The um, well, the Arena Hub is just uh, you know it's just a fabulous development, and has taken advantage of that arena there, and and made the whole region that whole that whole area. Uh, one of the true hubs of northeastern Pennsylvania commerce. But I was pointing out, I think it was last year, you're in the process of a project, and I was pointing out how many things you have to go through from zoning to this to that to soil conservation to get anything done before you ever put a shovel in the ground. Yeah, so, you know, government moves very slowly, and um, I guess, fortunately and unfortunately, there's a lot of regulation, and I guess the rub in the road is how much regulation is enough, Uh, and, you know, I'm not the type of person that believes that uh, our lives and industry shouldn't be unregulated, but uh, it gets to a point where it could become... Um, it's almost like a belt. If your belt's too tight, you're going to be really uncomfortable and you can't do much. And that's somehow and sometimes the way we feel. Uh, but, you know, we purchased um, we purchased the uh, former Valley Crest nursing home property in Plains Township about seven or eight years ago. Uh, it had a um, collection of buildings on it that were vacant, totaling about 260,000 square feet. Uh, they were Again, vacant. It was a functionally obsolete building, um, in our view, and um, it was on the county books. And you know, we put a bid in for it when they put an RFP out, and we purchased it. They like what you had to say. We purchased it. So that was the first step. Uh, but then, in order to get access into it, um, we started to work with PennDOT on coming up with a traffic study and the traffic solution. Uh, to try to actually get into there with uh, a high-volume driveway. So, unfortunately, um, not only did we have to provide access to our property, but we had to um, offset and design and pay for any impacts to the rest of the highway corridor. So what starts out as, in terms of, uh, you know, very simply as a surgery on one part of your body turns into a surgery for your whole body. And that's <laughs> pretty difficult. Bob, what was the cost of that, the, the highway development that we've got to, to get an HOP? Yeah, so in order to do what we need to do up there, Bob, uh, and that's why the project's been kind of um, behind the scenes, uh, you know, we have roughly, I think the project's around $18.5 million in PennDOT work. That's before we put a shovel oh, in the ground. Lord. So PennDOT's been very cooperative with us, but we, we're engaged in raising the money. So it's it's been quite uh, a difficult task, but we're 
doing it. It just unfortunately takes a lot of time and money so, and patience. So when you look at, we're talking with uh, Bob Tamber and his son Bob Tamburo about development here in, in northeastern Pennsylvania and their current project at the former Valley Crest Nursing Home site. That project started seven years ago, and you're only in the developmental stage. It requires such patience, and and a, a word that is not used too often, the, a made-up word, stick to People don't appreciate that about developments. No, I mean, it, it, you know, and you need to pay a lot of people along the way. There's no, the, the income doesn't start. If you get there to get income, because you may or may not, I mean, we, we're going to. So, But the income doesn't start until the users get in place, and you can't get the users in place until you do all these other matters. So it takes a lot of stick it takes a lot of money, and it takes a lot of risk. And I don't yeah. think people necessarily outside that industry understand the risk that's involved, because guess what? You may not get all the permits. You may not get the users that want to that you think are going to come to come once you spend all the money. So significant amount of risk, but the payoff, if you, if, if it works is, is significant and the payoff for the community is significant because it's a quality of life asset and it's on the tax rolls and it creates jobs and all the other things that, uh, that you see at the arena hub. So it'd be be three or 400 jobs, Bob, when it's Uh, plus not even, I'm not talking the construction uh, work that's being done and the PennDOT work. Uh, that's just once once these uh, retail. I mean, we do have some interest in people coming. Uh, we can't dis- disclose that at this time. But uh, it, and the other thing is, where else you, can you develop in in, in the Wilkes-Barre area? There's nowhere to go. Yeah. And this is going to be interest, this is interest the in, entrance into the into the valley. So it's important, the, I think. What's the concept behind this Valley Crest development? What is it going to be? Obviously. Mixed use, but what are you looking towards in terms of tenants? Yeah, so we were out to market uh, with some major retailers uh, early on in the process, but then when we got bogged down by all this infrastructure requirements on the highway, we kind of took it off the market because we didn't want to go out to these folks and 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 suggest to them that we're ready to go and we're not because then they might lose interest and then you just lose your credibility. So. We got a taste of a lot of interest early on, about seven or eight years ago. Uh, when Once we figured out that it was going to take some more time to get this all cleaned up, we took it off the market. When we got our traffic study approved, I believe last year is when we went back out to market. We got a, a number of significant retailers that are interested in coming. Um, but then, you know, the next step is when can you get me in there? And that's all contingent really on the highway. So it's a, it's a game of... Uh, it's a game of time, and it's a game of managing all of these different requirements that you had pointed out happily to, to me and the audience that, you know, this is before we even get into stormwater and soils and all the rest of it on site. This is just to get the highway yeah. in a position where it could be ready for uh, use. I Bob, saw- we have some interest from some real high-level uh, corporations and uh, we also Bob are you talking about putting some residential in there well, yeah because so, yeah. I, I was just going to point out I was in King of Prussia for that mixed-use development it's got apartment complex weaved in with uh, retail restaurants all that kind of thing it, I, I was astonished at the development I'd never seen it before I was just there last week 
Yeah, so behind the King of Prussia Mall, you'll see, and I think the majority, or maybe not the majority because I'm not that familiar with it, but I think there was a former golf course that was there that opened up a lot of that land. And as you can see, I mean, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia has a facility there, and they put a, a lot of multi-family uh, uh, buildings in there for apartments. And as you know, near the Wegmans and all the retail that's near there, yep. um, it's a it's a beautiful development and it's commerce. And we can, I think, have an opportunity to do something like that here. We had uh, some residential folks have approached us, but until we got some of our major retailers, which I think are really going to drive the project nailed down, um, we told them that we want to get the rest of our house in order before we talk about doing some residential. But we obviously have that opportunity. And, you know, we're at the intersection of Route 309 and Interstate 81, two of the most prominent roadways through northeast Pennsylvania. So it's an easy place to live, potentially, and it's an easy place to, to shop and to do other things. So that's why we feel that there's a lot of opportunity here. Well, that's okay, Bob, I just want to say this. That's why I call, that's why I call Bob in. He's a major leaguer. I'm just a rookie. <laughs> Well, oh, Bob, maybe he's more like a, like the skipper, and I'm the guy out in the field. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get you guys on TV because we I want to uh, talk more about this development. And Bob Tabard Senior, you say that you don't do TV. We've got to get you on the Bob Cadero show on TV. You're still uh, you quite photogenic. Uh, thanks for having us on, and uh, <laughs> we really appreciate your best wishes I, with that development. And, and I look forward to checking on you and, and updating us on what is a tr exciting project. Okay, thank you so much, Bob. All right, Bob Tambor, Bob Tamburo, pleasure. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. We'll take a break, guys. We'll be back with the weather. Well, we're back. I enjoyed talking to the uh, Bob Tambor and his son, Bob Tamburo. And he, it, it, the name is different because Bob Tam, Bob Tamber the younger, he went back to the original Italian surname of Tamburo. But they've they've transformed coal areas, and this Valley Crest project. Why I'm so excited about it, particularly, and I brought it up before I knew about this King of Prussia project. And I saw it, and I, it's just got all these neat apartments, and it's got medical, it's got food shopping, it's got high-end stores, high-end restaurants. It's a self-contained village, essentially. And when I look at developments like they're trying to do, and think of the patience And the resources you have to invest. It's going on seven years now. By the way, quickly, somebody did text in something I wanted to get to, and I'm happy you did. Uh, Hillary Clinton, and thank you for this text to remind me. Hillary Clinton basically said, is it hot enough for you? Blame the Republicans. Do you, you see the sickness? The, the actual mental illness in the Democrat Party. Who can abide this? And these are the same people, if we have a cold snap in the winter, will say it's not about weather. They're, they're really unbelievable. And I, I told you, you can't be a left-winger 
unless you're a hypocrite and a liar. You have to be both. There's no avoiding it. Hillary's good at all of that. That's for sure. We'll be back. (laughs) Oh, I got to laugh at some of your texts. 2019, you heard that the Supreme Court sided with the Trump administration, lifting a freeze back by lower court, and that meant they could use Pentagon funds to build a wall. Biden, the sick, twisted mental patient, stopped that on day one, and all the materials already purchased are rotting in the uh, southern border sun. As six million illegal aliens... Pour across the border as cartels, Mexican cartels, are greatly empowered to destabilize Mexico and the United States simultaneously. As they're getting all kinds of drugs across, particularly and most poignantly fentanyl, which has killed over 100,000 Americans. And on top of that, sex and slave labor for children, which is being facilitated by the government and their handmaidens in the non-governmental organizations, NGOs. And this slime ball, Alexander Mayorkas, is testifying on Capitol Hill. And I, 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 I want to go through the television set. By the way, we said it's Mick Jagger's birthday. We're going to finish with Mick Jagger and one of my favorites, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Johnny will roll it around. He'll he'll restart it if I go over. (laughs) Somebody said uh, Hunter is giving that German Shepherd cocaine. That's Bruce from Nanacoke. (laughs) I'm telling you what this is. The cocaine was delivered to that specific publicly traversed location, relatively publicly traversed, and that was Hunter's stash. I'm I'm telling you. Uh, Trump revealed an even more intriguing possibility that it was Hunter's cocaine and Joe Biden's. I, I don't write that off at all. As we conclude with Jumpin' Jack Flash underneath, we fake... Uh, pay final tribute to our veterans, the veterans we lost at the end of June. Edward Obadinsky, West Scranton, United States Naval Reserves and the United States Army, veteran of the Korean War. Richard Schomburg, Scranton, United States Navy veteran. Michael Tulanowski, Freeland, Vietnam era, U.S. Navy in the Philippines. Brian Graves, Sergeant Brian Graves, United States Marine Corps, 1989 till 1995. Joseph Hart, Scranton, United States Navy, serving on the USS America during the Vietnam War. And my old friend Patrick Zwanch, Peckville, United States Navy, and then a career Pennsylvania State Trooper. Councilman on Blakely Borough for 31 years. I always repeat the line of from Dickens, we shall never see their likes again.
By the way, quickly, I, it's been bothering me, and I had to look it up. The Tappan Zee Bridge. Named for the Native American Tappan people who once lived in the area. It was combined with the Dutch. Remember, they were the ones who originally founded New, New Amsterdam, which is New York City. The Dutch word for sea. So Z, the name for sea, Tappan for the Tappan Native Americans, the Indians. And it is now moved further upriver, I believe, and is the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Well, guys, we had a, a good day again. Thanks to Dunmore Lumber and Marjan Golf Course, our hourly sponsors. We love you. And you keep doing great things. Thanks to Bob Tambor and his son, Bob Tamboro, for talking about development. And, and a lot of you texted in and said, so happy to hear about potential and future development and the an optimistic side. Now, these are the people making it happen, guys. They're making it happen for all of us. It's a big deal. This development in particular. We'll, we'll, we'll keep bringing developers on this program and, of course, on the television show because, man, things don't get done without people driving them. You know that. And we don't play class warfare here. We want people to get rich. We want people to do well because then they'll do more. But the Pat Solano Memorial and statue... We love, I cannot wait to go see it. Thank you, Bob Tamber, for doing it. Guys, be careful of the heat. Just watch what's going on out there. Pay attention to your neighbors, to a lesser extent, your pets. Just make sure everybody's okay. Yeah, you could check in with somebody, make sure they're doing all right, particularly if they don't have air conditioning, or maybe they have air conditioning doesn't work too well. Because it's it's a little heat wave. Hillary, you can't blame it on the Republicans. Stop being so stupid and ignorant. But it exists. And I swear we've had a few of them before. <laughs> My word. Great to be with you. God willing, we'll be back at it tomorrow morning. Nikki Stone is next. But Brian Hughes precedes her with the news. Oh, Johnny reminds me, we adjourn this meeting of the Club for Common Sense. WYLK News Radio, this is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.